Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. If you're new to the show, I'm going to tell Nick a story, and he's going to listen to it. I certainly am. If you're a returning listener, you already know that. It's true. Mm-hmm. Information received and understood. Yeah. And information you may already know. Maybe. Um, in the 1700s, Good. there was a man that was kind of becoming a... He's building a reputation for himself amongst high society and royalty. Okay. In the the old Europe. All right, the old Europe. Yeah. Okay. He was a very talented man and uh was he had a lot of uh what's the word I'm looking for here? A lot of talents, multiple different talents. Like he was talented at these talents, and he had a lot of them. He was very charismatic. Okay. Um, I lost my thing that said everything I wanted to say. I mean, that happens. When you were looking for the word, I was going to say pizzazz. He had a lot of pizzazz. He did have a lot of pizzazz. That's, does that feel appropriate? Yeah, no, that feels appropriate. Perfect. Um, okay, I found it. Hell yeah. Yeah, so he was earning a bit of a reputation for himself. Uh, very talented. He was known as a courtier, a composer, a musician, a priest, a prophet, an alchemist, and um, yeah, no, no, that's kind of the, the end of it there. Well, that sounds like somebody's super character. Yeah. <laughs> he can do, my character in this game can do all the things. Yeah, put all the stats in. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, high rolls. He was also fluent in several languages. Of course he was. He spoke, um, well... He spoke up to six languages uh, fluently, and some even say that he spoke uh, considerably more than that, or at least understood them well enough to get by. Sure. So you can see how in a in the European society, somebody that had this much knowledge and was good at these things could garner some influence. Yes, absolutely. Definitely caught the eyes of certain people and ended up becoming 
allies? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Buddies. Buddies, yeah. B- buds, good buds. Butted up to some but, of the... <laughs> butted, that's a verb. Yeah. <laughs> butted up. <laughs> <laughs> to some of the high influential society. Yeah, the aristocracy was a fan. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, his name was the Count de Saint Germain. Okay. Or the Count of Saint Germain. Got it. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1712, but a lot of his childhood was a little bit obscure. Like, I mean, it was the 1700s, you yes. know, right. record keeping wasn't uh, great, no. probably. No. Probably hard to maintain. The fact that he was a kid and he was alive puts him in a good place, so there's that. Yep. But otherwise. But yeah, so he's he's playing a big game here. Yeah. In the mid-1700s, uh, he's become well-known. He moves on to uh, work with Louis XV. Okay, that's a guy. Yeah, the king of France or emperor? Were they emperors? I don't know. Well, that was before Napoleon. I I don't know. Yeah, so So king? So I'd say king. Good. King Louis. Obviously, that's not the focus of our story here No, it's not. No. Right. Um, Yeah, so he was hired by King Louis and worked as a diplomat for him. One of his first um, <clears throat> diplomatic missions for King Louis, it says King Louis, we nailed it. Of course we did. We knew that. We totally did. We're just keeping everybody on their toes. Well, you know the last time I thought about the King of France? When? It's probably last week. Oh. But it's been a while, I forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I was going to say never, but then I was like, it'd be funnier if I thought of him a week ago. Yeah, it would be. But I didn't. Sorry. Well, I know. Disappointment. I know. Anyways, the he worked at a uh, on one of his diplomatic missions. He ended up having to go meet some French nobles, and okay. one of these French nobles described his first encounter with Germain Saint Germain in his memoirs. And I'm going to read you the quote. Sure. Uh, the most the most enjoyable dinner I had was with Madame de Robert Gergy. I probably it's totally that, great. But nah, let's roll with that. Who came with the famous adventurer known by the name of the Count de Saint Germain? This individual, instead of eating, talked from the beginning of the meal to the end, and I followed his example in one respect, as I did not eat but listened to him with the great, greatest attention. It may safely be said that as a conversationalist, he was unequaled. Love to be around this guy. People, he's a magnetic personality, it sounds like. Yeah. So on top of him being a very charismatic person where instead of you get invited to this fancy diplomatic noble dinner, uh-huh. And the guy's not even going to eat. He's just going to talk your ear off, and you're just enraptured by it. You're like, I'm not even going to eat either. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm full of knowledge right now. I'm not yeah, even hungry. Lay it on me. Yeah, give it to me. And that kind of goes for a lot of the stuff he did. He was a violinist. 
and composer. And he composed musical pieces that were supposed to be pretty good. I didn't listen to any of them, but you can find them on YouTube in like an hour-long thing. Nice. So, he is a personality. He's building a cult of personality. It sounds like it. You could say that. You could very well say that. So he was a scholar. He definitely was not putting anyone to sleep. No, he wasn't. They were very awake. And he was good looking, as what I've read. I haven't seen, well, I have seen his painting or drawing. Yes. He's he's all right. He looks dapper, I guess. Yeah, dapper painting. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The, The white powdered wig isn't really my thing, but, you know. Yeah, it's true. Different times. Maybe they'll come back. You never know. Good. Yeah. Who I knows? mean, we're on the... Who knows? Maybe anyways. we'll all get riddled with syphilis again. Yeah. And we'll have kingdoms and we'll be a bunch of... Anyways, moving along. <laughs> moving along. But he was quite the ladies' man. Yeah. He, you know, with all these powerful traits, he's already, like I said, got a big personality. Yeah. The dudes are into him. Yeah. The ladies are going to be into him, too. Yes. So... Uh, he would often give the women, he would give them cosmetics, which I don't know. It sounds like makeup to me from what I've read. Sure. But I don't exactly know. Um, but when applied, it said it would make them look young again. Sounds like which makeup of some kind. Yeah. And he said, it, which is beyond his powers. and But their beauty would be preserved with it. And... Supposedly, this was a lavish gift and very expensive, but he never, he gave it away freely. What a kind guy. That's another thing. He was very well dressed all the time, too. Jewels, rings, uh, always looking, like I already said, dapper. He's starting to win me over. Yeah. He was a pale man, but he had dark hair and a nice beard. Dark beard, too. And nobody knew what he did for money. Well, that's that's a red flag. Why? I don't know. <laughs> He's just wealthy. Independently wealthy. You, you're not just wealthy and just nobody knows what you do? Yeah, well, usually you can yeah, trace it back a few steps. Like this guy, had my dad had this, or this guy I knew had this. If, yeah. if it's a blank slate. Yeah, nobody knows. Yeah, but we're all, and then he's just mingling amongst high society. Yeah. No mo- motives involved here. Nobody knows where he got his money. He's there, but he's killing it. It's the charisma. They overlook that stuff because he's such a cool dude. And he's talented. Yeah, he's a cool, uh, all smart, of these things. capable dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, let me find this anecdote real quick. Okay. Well, here's another quote I'll hit you with before I get to the other one. Okay. Uh, so, the he was described as like I I kind of said he, a great musician, um, but the quote is okay. So I can't find the quote, but <clears throat> basically it was someone said that he was such a talented musician that had he not already been like a gentleman, he would have rose to one because of his talent. Gotcha. Perfect. So so he was that good that people were like, well, since we 
already know him. We know him. But if he would have been unknown, some peasant, you know, whatever, uh, he's so good at this that he would have eventually been here anyways. Yeah, his greatness could not have been denied. It would have just bubbled to the surface. Mm -hmm. Because he's just that impressive of a guy. Okay, so he's been mingling in high society now for a little bit, right? Yes. According to uh, one of King Louis Louis XV's courtiers, the in 1760, the Countess von Gregory uh, started a conversation with Count Saint Germain, and she believed it to be a relative or a son, possibly, of Count uh, St. Germain. Because 50 years prior to 1760, when this is taking place, she had met Count St. Germain in Vienna. Okay. And he had been in his 40s around then. So obviously, uh, about 50 years later, she would expect this to be, you know, just a, a son bearing a striking resemblance. But she was set aback a little bit when she started talking with him. And he's like, oh, no, I lived in Vienna 50 years ago. Oh, yeah, that was me. I've met you before. And she's like, wait a minute. But you look exactly the same as you did about when I saw you then. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm over 100 years old. Jermaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then just th- throw it out there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an old <clears throat> I've been around the block a few times. Yeah. And so this is kind of a weird thing that he does. He's been all, he's very talented. Yes. But he's also very quirky. Like nobody knows a lot about him at all. The man, the ultimate man of mystery. Uh, One of his names is the Wonder Man. Interesting. Because uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, at sure. Some point. I have no. But doubt. he's got multiple nicknames. Yes. But he uh, he says things like this all the time. Just being like, "Ha ha, I'm funny. I'm 300 years old. Ha ha." Uh, he also describes things from history with alarming detail. Germain. Yeah. Ha ha. Hmm. I'm 700 years old. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, ha ha? Yeah, and. Oh, yeah, and I remember when this happened, you know, I was there when, I don't know, any sort of... And, of course, you're going to tell me more, but just this little snippet is like, you know, people are just going to, like, laugh off his quirkiness when he could just be spitting straight facts again. Yeah. Oh, he's just so silly. Oh, Jermaine, you're hilarious. Yeah, he's so charismatic. Look, he gave me makeup. Yeah, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, there's this... This this um, very particular instance that happened at this very particular war, you seem to know a lot about that, but that was 250 years ago. Ah. This, is yeah. how, this is how I roll. Yeah, we describe things that happened hundreds of years earlier. Yeah. If not close to a thousand years earlier. What? In great detail, like he was there, like he was in the room. But, no, probably not. That's crazy. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? That would be out of control. Yeah, so this charismatic scholar, musician, alchemist, ladies' man, 
eventually he travels to Russia in 1762. Okay. Where he was part of the conspiracy to get Catherine the Great on the throne. All right. And he later advised her as uh, commander of the Imperial Armies uh, when they fought Turkey. Great. That's quite a little uh, little in there. Mm-hmm. So, in continuing on, he has just been going through uh, all the royal stuff. He ends up back in France in... 1774, uh, and that is when Louis the Sixteenth and Marie Antoinette occupied the throne. Oh, well, I think it was fine for them. Well, he supposedly warned them of impending problems coming. He probably just looked around. It's like, guys, this isn't good. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to be a thousand years to see this coming. The thousand years old to see like nobody's. This isn't good, man. People ain't happy right now. Mm-hmm. This is a problem. So then he, in 1779, he traveled to Germany where he befriended Prince Charles of Hesse Castle, where he would live as a guest in the castle. And he worked for the prince because he told him that he could create better fabric dyes, I believe. Is what it was. Okay. And him being a prominent businessman, uh, alchemist, and all these things. Yeah. And he shows up looking dapper, f- fly for, uh, you know, whatever terminology you want to use. Correct. Understood. Uh, I'm sure we can come up with another one if we want to, but that's what I'm going to roll with for now. He's very, yes. And I like that. He's fly. He's looking very fly. Yeah. He's got his rings on. That's how I would he, define a fly. Yeah. And he's got this idea to, you know, make a better quality product. So he ends up getting like a factory going, all that stuff. So let's uh, take a break from that a little bit and go back to some of the other people he's met. Okay. And who he is... uh, you know, had an influence on at least to a certain point. So some of these names you'll probably recognize. Uh, Let's just jump straight to the guy that named him the Wonder Man. Sure. Voltaire. Okay. Yeah, you heard of that guy, right? I have, yeah. Yeah, Francois Voltaire. And Voltaire is quoted as saying, he is a man who does not die and... Knows everything. <sighs> Strong praise. It's <laughs> quite a quite a tagline. What did Voltaire write? The Prince? Uh, maybe. I don't remember. But yeah, pretty. He was a very influential person of the time, and yeah, dubbed him the Wonder Man. And he is a man who does not die, and who knows everything. It's bold and direct. It's just straightforward. Yeah. Right? There's no, There's no, no subtext or no, anything. No eloquence or no hinting. He's like, like, Voltaire, what do you think about uh, 
Count St. Germain. The Wonder Man? Oh, he doesn't die. Knows everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Right in that quote. <laughs> quote taken. Excuse me? Can you yeah. say that again? No, nope, you got it. I didn't stutter. You heard me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Huh. <laughs> okay. Point taken. So, while he's living with uh, this German prince, Charles. Yes. Actually, I don't know if he's a German prince, but he's in Germany. That's what I assume. But became yeah. friends with him. Supposedly, Prince Charles here says that Count St. Germain, because nobody knows his actual name. Does that sound like a real name to you? I mean... Nobody was, knows where he comes from. So how is he, what's the account of? Yeah, and he's a right? saint? Yeah. He's, so. a, he's just a man getting himself titles? Yep. And so I live forever. Uh, but this guy says that he confided in him his real name. Oh, yeah? yeah. Bold. Again. So what, did, did Charles know it or did he not say it? No, he didn't know it. I'm just scrolling. Oh, sure. Sure, sure. Um, there it is. All right. So Prince Charles of Hesse Castle said that... Uh, he confided in him that he was the Transylvanian prince, Francis II Rakosi. Why is he from Transylvania? Why is he from Transylvania? I mean, it's just a place. Why, right? is, that the, why is that just yeah, just a place? <laughs> why is that just the place he's from? <laughs> uh, why, is that, why is that his home country? Yeah. and Nothing, nothing goes on there. Yeah, and uh, apparently he was 88 years old when he had arrived in Germany, is what he was told. Um, but from whatever I can tell, he looks young. Yeah, and we're not talking like, oh, you're 88, but you look 60. Yeah, no. Like, it's like, well, you're 88, you look but, half you your look, age. but you look like you're 30, 40. Yeah, mid-40s is what everybody's described him as. Which, that's a good, like, if you had to pick, like, a good forever age, you could you could do worse, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Uh, 45 forever yeah all right could be worse i guess yeah right just right in them could be 15 you can't even drive well that's frustrating yeah yeah you gotta, you gotta get your mom to drive you everywhere right and then you can't you're not gonna be able to get in with all these nobles because they're gonna think you're a child yeah well who dropped you off here it's, i i rode my bike <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, I know how to, I know how to, hey, can I open a factory? You're 15. (laughs) No, no, trust me. I got this good clothing plan. I mean, you are wearing a lot of jewelry for a 15-year-old. Who did you murder and steal this from, young child? It's like, no. This is who I am. Oh, wait, what do you call yourself? Count St. Germain? Yeah, all right. you're 15 years old? Yeah, keep on peddling, bud. Try again, dude. So, he, uh... That's that's what uh, he supposedly confided in this man. All right. Well. He's the prince of Transylvania. It's just a nice little, just a, again, like you said, just a place. Just a place. It's fine. There's many places. It's just one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, in 1784, local records state that St. Germain died in Germany. It's sad. And he was buried. 
All right. In a private cemetery. Okay. Which is weird because in 1785, he was known to continue residing in Germany. (laughs) (laughs) And he became friends with Anton Mesmer. Is that a name you recognize? Remind me, yeah, Mesmer. Yeah, he's a uh, yeah Mesmer. Some, Great, he likes to mesmer people. Yeah, was, he likes to mesmerize. Mes- yeah, mesmerum. Yeah, that's what. He was a pioneer hypnotist. Yeah, he he butted with mesmer, and they can mesmer everybody. Supposedly, Germain was said to have given the basic ideas for hypnotism. He's not giving him glamours. <laughs> he's telling him how to glamour people, and he's from Transylvania. <laughs> Well, <laughs> is that what I'm getting from these details I'm being told? Also, uh, it's supposed that in 1785, it is recorded in official records of the Freemasons that they had chosen St. Germain as their representative for the annual 1785 convention. The guy that died a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling about this? Uh, feeling good. Good. Feeling real good. It's making a lot of sense. Uh huh. In 1789. Good. Still after he died. After the battle for the Bastille, the uh, Saint Germain was supposed to come and counsel the Comtesse uh, Ad. I'm gonna yeah, uh-huh, sure, Ad Hamar. Sure. She's reported having in-depth conversations where. He told her of France's future. She wrote, I've seen St. Germain again. Each time to my amazement, I saw him when the queen, Antoinette, uh, was murdered on the 18th of Brumaire on the day following the death of the Duke de Enghein in January 1815 and on the eve of the murder of Duke de Berry. She claims to have saw him in 1820, and each time he looked to be a man no older than his mid-40s. Good. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Great. It's fine. Totally fine. So, he... I mean, even if you go from the age... I mean, we're already at 110 years, basically, just in this story... Correct. Of him existing. Correct. But he was already an adult when we got here. Correct. Correct. It's weird because he used to say funny things about, you know, oh, I was at that wedding when Jesus made the water into wine. Funny. Ha ha ha. Hilarious. Yeah. What a kidding around kind of man. Yeah. What a jokester. Yeah. And what else did he say? He was at the, uh, what is it called? It's another biblical tale. Something of Nicaea. Yeah. Ah, God. I'm going to have to look Yeah. Nicaea Bible canon. Sure. Mm, that's not the kind of canon I wanted. Oh, the Council of Nicaea. We said to be there. And that is when I think the Romans chose to become... Christians? Is that when... I think. Is that when our boy, our guy, uh, so when Constantine decided he was going to be a Christian? Is that the one? I think, but I don't really want to dive too far into here. I'm going to skim real quick. It was when the Bible was created. 
It's a lot of these conventions, a lot of these Christian conventions I can't keep track of. Yeah, um, we're, we're not going to focus too much on that. But he, he would kind of throw out like, yeah, I was there for that. And I was there when this happened. And But I mean, just imagine being, okay, let's just say we're an immortal being. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to being like undercover... Or just like, you know, trying to, you know, blend in or like not draw attention to yourself. You're just drawing all the attention to yourself. Yeah. And it's so, it's like hiding in plain sight. But he's so charismatic about it. Right. And no, so like, talented he, about yeah, everything. Everybody likes him. Everybody's like, this guy's great. Yeah. He says kind of weird stuff. Yeah. It's like the pros and the ups and downs. It's like, this guy is a fucking badass to be around. He can do all this cool stuff. He can. He plays the violin great. He's a great violinist. He claims to be 500 years old. I don't like, That's kind of weird, but. It's like, it's, it's a weird, I'm not, I'm not. He says he fist bumped Jesus once. I don't. I don't get the humor in it. I mean, it'd be cool if he fist bumped Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, he was. You know. So good, good luck out there. <laughs> to Jesus. Yeah. Fist bumped him. <laughs> good luck, man. Yeah. He's like, hey, man. He's like, he's like, you're gonna be betrayed. And he's like, I know. You're gonna kill it on that hill up there. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna kill it. Yeah, your performance. It's gonna be. It's really gonna good. save a lot of people. Yeah, the encore is even better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna show them. Yeah, but yeah, so we have uh, at least a 110 year old man that everybody says looks like 45 years old. Yeah, just r- just roaming around, flaunting his knowledge mm-hmm. and his age. So maybe you missed a little detail that I read you in that first quote, and I'm gonna go back because I have a better quote from it anyway, so we can. Just nail it all in one Do, yeah, take okay. here. Sure. Uh, Giac- Giacomo Casanova, when he first met um, Count St. Germain, you're going to recognize the first part here, but I'm going to roll with the whole thing. Do it, please. Yeah. The most enjoyable dinner I had was with Madame de Robert Gergi, who came with a famous adventure known as the Count, Saint de, or Count de St. Germain. Yeah. This individual, instead of eating... Talk from the beginning of the meal to the end. Hmm. And I followed his example in one respect as I did not eat. But I listened to him with the greatest attention. It may safely be said that as a conversationalist, he was unequaled. Any, anything, yeah. anything that you missed the first time? Yeah, maybe? one of those two guys was, was not eating but was probably very hungry. Mm-hmm. The other one was probably good. The other one probably didn't consume that type of food. He was n- notable. Noted to typically drink a special tea. Oh, was it special? What's in his special tea? Oh, nobody knew. Yeah, it smelled like blood. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was a uh, as charismatic as he was. Nobody knew anything about him. Man. Mm-hmm. Except the fact that he's hundreds of years old and just telling everyone he can get his hands on. <laughs> <laughs> All the things he probably told everybody so much about his past, and they just didn't believe him. Yeah. They're like, ah, we don't know anything about this guy. I just told you the past 300 years of what I was up to. Yeah. You didn't believe me. It's on you. Uh-huh. So, um, in 1821, he may have felt like people were getting a little too interested in him because it said he took on a new identity. Well, after a few thousand years, maybe not a bad idea. It's a normal name. Oh, is it? Major Phaser. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> what is this? 
the 23rd century? Major phaser. It's, it's with an F. Major phase. I don't know how else to say it. Is it spelled with an S or a Z? S. Okay, I was going to say, how cool is this guy? Fosser, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Uh, sounds a little bit more German when you say it like that. That's true, but no, we'll stick with a major phaser. <laughs> and that's his. <laughs> I want to blend into society. So there was a major phaser that. Oh, my God. Showed up and had apparent wealth, but he lived alone and never alluded to any family. And people in the community recognized him as a knowledgeable, knowledgeable and well-traveled man. Eventually, his cover was blown by an Albert Van Dam who wrote of having met a man boring a striking resemblance to Count St. Germain. Hey! He wrote, he called himself Major Facer. <laughs> Are you... St- <laughs> Aren't you Count Saint Germain? No, I'm Major Phaser. Who? <laughs> he lived alone and never alluded to his family. Moreover, he was lavish with money, though the source of his fortune remained a mystery to everyone. He possessed a marvelous knowledge of all countries in Europe at all periods. His memory was absolutely incredible, and curiously enough, he often gave his hearers to understand that he had acquired his learning elsewhere rather than from books. Many is the time, many is the time he has told me with a strange smile that he was certain he had known Nero, had spoken with Dante, oh my God. and Don- so on. <laughs> and so on. Can you imagine the so on? Yeah. You know, and yada yada, he did all these things. And then Major Phaser disappeared without a trace. I just love the guy who finds him again. Van Damme? Aren't you, uh... Yeah. Aren't you Count Saint Germain? Like no, no, that's not. You got me mixed up. Yeah, I'm actually Major Phaser. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why do you keep giving yourself made up titles? You're Count Saint. Now you're a major. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know Major can be a first name, but like, why do you choose Major? Why Phaser? And like, what is this about? Foster. Foster. Okay. Oh, actually, this one says Fraser. Maybe I'm maybe I read the first one wrong and we just rolled with it. Oh my god. I it's either way it's incredible. Major Phaser. Is it Fraser? I don't know, because now there's multiple But spell- Let's see. Let me see. Spelling was Let me also- go to a more legit source. Sure. Spelling was weird back then. Maybe it just got copied in a few different places. Could have been. Went by both. Like spelling wise. I mean Fraser Fraser would make more sense to me, but it really doesn't matter. No. I don't know. One of them's a typo, apparently, and I don't know which one. Major Phaser. We're going to go with that one is the right one. I think that was the one I... That's the one I liked. If I could pick, that's the one I liked the best. Yep, same. Major Phaser. So, continuing on in the timeline, though. Now, yeah, a few of these things want to be Fraser. What can you do? Maybe? No? Anyways, I just typed in Google, but it's who knows? yeah, it's, it, it's fine. Major Phaser. He only rolled with that for a little bit. Oh, so he's over it anyways. Yeah. Did he just go back to his original name because like he got me. Well, no. Not necessarily. Okay. So Major Phaser disappeared. Okay, he's out of the picture. Yeah. Then a Jacques. St. Germain arrives in New Orleans. 
New continent, new me. Yeah. But a little bit of the old. He arrived with a p- panache. Panache. Yeah. He sh- the wealthy man showed up and moved in on Royal Street in New Orleans. And he threw lavish parties. He, good, good call. Yeah. Nobody seemed to know where he came from. Of course not. It didn't matter to all the local... Uh, the elite, I guess. Yes. The, uh, yeah. He was a wealthy, cultured man. Charismatic. Spoke numerous languages. Told very enrapturing tales of adventure um, through massive parties. And none of the guests ever saw him partake in any of the food, but they, you know, they indulged themselves. They always noticed him walking around drinking wine. Yeah, wine. Mm -hmm. That's what we'll call it. But Jacques was uh, making a name for himself. Yeah, well, he's got, he just can't exist. He has to, he, everybody needs to know that he is here. He has to be involved. Yeah, he, uh, so, yeah, but Count, or Jacques yes. Saint Germain. Yes. Was a man of many talents. He was a talented musician and ladies' man, too. As is the case. But, yeah. At one point, he had a party. Okay. And this is where the details get a little bit mixed up on a few accounts. Okay. So he had a party. Yes. Seen going about his normal routine. Got it. Yeah. Everybody's having a blast. He's cool. being the charismatic, quirky guy. Being like, yeah, fist bump Jesus. It's cool. I'm over 500 years old. You know, Nero. Whatever. You know, Nero, I did. Spins his wine, takes a sip. People are like, man, that guy's cool. He's just such a badass. He talks nonsense, but man, is he cool. God, he's just, I just can't get over him. And then he uh, takes a lady to back up to his bedroom. Jermaine. Jacques. 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 No saints here. Cause, oh, is, that a, is that a metaphor? Well, Does that mean something? It could be. Oh, no. <laughs> he left that behind? Because um, he takes a woman up to his room. You're just going to watch like Netflix, right? Right. Okay. Um, It's a little, some say she was the lady of the night. Some say it was just a person that happened to be there at the party. No, a different kind of lady of the night. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Oh, and, but people liked him being around. Yeah. He's, you know, the host. Yeah. The host with the most. And... They noticed that he was gone. So they're like, oh, well, his bedroom's locked. He's in here. Say, Jermaine, come out. Or Jacques, Jacques, come out. <laughs> they're pounding on the door. Yeah. Trying to get him to come hang out again. Hey, where'd you go, man? The party's out here. Yeah. And little did they know that inside, he had caught this woman off guard, came up behind her, and bit her in the neck. The knocking on the door was enough to startle him into releasing his grip on her slightly, just enough that she made the only 
dash for safety she could, and she leapt from the balcony. Oh, my God. I was going to say, did she jump out the window? Yes. Yeah. She jumped out the window, and after that, commotion broke out. You know, yeah. somebody just fell out of a second floor window. Right. She's screaming in the street. Right. Bleeding. Um, the people, the party goers are like, what happened? Yeah, they're too, yeah, they're out of their minds. The police show up. Everybody kind of clears out. Yeah. You know, Jacques being a influential man of means. Oh, of course. The police are like, all right, well, she was drunk. Fine. It was her fault. Yeah, blame her. Right. Yeah. But we do need you to come by the station in the morning. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. I'll take care of it. You know, he never did. Of course not. He was gone. The following day, the police expected him to show up. And they, he doesn't. Yeah. So they're like, okay, well, the rich guy that pays us off, maybe he did something. We better go check on it. And they show up to his house. All his stuff's gone. Or mostly gone. Yeah. They find a few bottles of his special vintage wine that he was known to drink. Oh, yeah. He left some of that behind just for fun. Just for fun. And strangely enough, it was blood and wine mixed together. I am shocked. Upon further investigation of the household... There were, there was blood on tablecloths, blood in all sorts of different rooms, just smeared everywhere. And Jacques Saint Germain was never seen again. Got a little too cocky in the new world, man. Mm-hmm. Well, a man in the 1970s. Oh my God. Went on TV. It's like an Anne Rice novel. Claiming that he was the Count St. Germain and supposedly turned lead into gold on TV. Oh? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the thing that can happen? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he later, a couple of years later, 10 years later maybe, Yeah. Uh, supposedly killed himself. So, and then we saw him again five years later. I don't know about that. <laughs> but what we have here is a lot to really break down because you can get real nuts with this if you want. Well, I think I do. I kind of painted him in the light of the vampire of New Orleans. Yes. Or the Count St. Germain. Right. But he was an alchemist, too. Do you know what the ultimate goal of alchemy is? Pretend I don't. The Philosopher's Stone, which is the means to transform any material into gold or to find the elixir of life. Got it. I don't know. I guess it depends on which school of alchemy you're in. Yeah, well, I think he might have been enrolled in both. Maybe. Did he have them both? Did he have one, maybe not the other? Was he the perfect alchemist? Has he existed forever? Or is he a vampire that has existed forever? Either way, he sounds like the forever man. The The wonder man? The forever wonder man. The wonder man. Mm Mm-hmm. 
got a little too cocky, man. New Orleans has swept them up. Yeah. People in the house. Biting, like he expected the party to... Didn't lock that window, man. Yeah, so maybe... I mean, she was probably not the first one. She just got lucky. Right. Whatever circumstances played out I there. I mean, again, criminals always like one just... That's like the rule of thumb. Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, people say most mess up eventually. Yep. But I mean, I guess... Slip the, up once and the, then... The ones that don't mess up, you'll never hear about. But thousands of years, one oopsie doodle. Yeah. One New Orleans oopsie doodle. Yeah, that was supposedly in the late 1800s or early 1900s. Okay. But you can see that going down to like the Roaring Twenties or something. Oh, a hundred percent. He's the Great Gatsby, but he's hundred percent a, a vampire. Easy, it just writes itself, right? So easy, and like he's got his wealth. So who knows what's going on? And, then and that's the other thing. Like nobody ever knows where this guy is wealthy from. Yeah, just being again. Like if you know, I don't know what how. Let's say you begin with a little bit of money a thousand years ago. Well, you know what? 800 years go by, you might have a lot of money. Yeah. Depending on how you maneuver that in mm-hmm. the, you know, the ancient times. And then once you throw that shit in the stock market, oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Maybe that's what he came over here for. It's like, oh, my finances are getting a little bit lower. Yeah, got to get to America because they know how to really fuck this thing up. Yeah. But yeah, that is the... Count Saint Germain, Count of Saint Germain. Well, I'm a huge fan because now it's I'm fantastic. Just gonna be in. Have you watched Castlevania? No, I haven't. You should get on it. Oh, should I? Is there because you there's a, a character, character named Saint Germain? Weird. <laughs> well, weird. What are the chances? Yeah. Strange. Mm-hmm. And he may or may not be an alchemist. That's all I'll tell you. Is he a vampire? Can I not know that? Uh, I mean. You shouldn't. I already told you enough. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> All right. I just not looking. I'm not looking for spoilers. It's a good series. You okay. should check it out. That's fair. All right. We'll do. Um, everybody should check it out. It's on Netflix. Good. Perfect. Uh, forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, I got into this one because I was like, I want to do a vampire. Yes. The the winter is. Upon us. It is upon us. The darkness. Yes, it is. It's dark a lot longer than God, it is. God, I hate it. And that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, man, vampires would love winter. Cause it, yeah, 5 o'clock, they, you just walk around. Yeah, they get like 12 hours of darkness instead yeah. of... I mean, that's what 30 days of night is, right? Yes, it is, yeah. Well, even longer. Right. Which is another movie I've been wanting to get watch again. I've been listening to... Not listening. I've been thinking of all the winter horror movies to get me ready for doing some weird and feared. And I was like, I haven't seen 30 Days a Night in a long time, but I was a big fan back a while ago. Probably haven't seen it since it came out, which again, it's probably over 10 years now. Yeah. (sighs) So I was like, okay, well, let's see what kind of vampire stuff I can stir up. And I found this guy, and I was like, "That's a meaty this one. guy is cool. <laughs> right, that's a meaty one, man. This one's nuts. He's deep. Mm-hmm. I, I just, because now I'm left thinking, where's he now? Where is he now? Just, I mean, 
What is he involved in now? Well, he's yucking it up somewhere with the elite. Yeah, but he would have had to have, yeah, which is also concerning uh, for many reasons. Um, Unless he just got sick of him. I don't know. Maybe after a thousand years of hanging out with the the ruling. Yeah. Well, I figure. Like, eh, fuck it. At this point, I figure, you know, by the end of that, like it's a cover. Like the point is you become so influential. You can, again, like the elite, you can get away with anything. Right. And that's kind of when I was reading about him, I was like, that's kind of like Rasputin. Absolutely. Rasputin was a maniac. Uh-huh. He get away with whatever he wanted because. 100%. He had the czars in his pocket. He had the Romanovs. Yeah. They were buddy bud. They were budding it up. Mm-hmm. They were budding it up. Yeah. He was helicoptering his dick everywhere. <laughs> I'm important. Yeah. Let me tell you your future. He's a maniac. Yeah, he is well, a maniac. Maybe I'll do one on him at some Might point. Might as well. Too, I'm always down for talking about Rasputin. He's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And especially as much as you think you know. Not, you know, I, you could tell me things in that episode. I'd be like, he did what? Like they have his dick in Russia still, like in a museum. Yeah. Did you know that? Nope. Yeah. See? <laughs> Why Already? do I? I don't know. Because you do. I, do, I just do. Because you do. Just no, no things important in this life. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. How many times did he die and come back to life? Uh, a couple. <laughs> couple. A couple. Yeah. <laughs> a couple. Maybe that. Maybe that was his. Saint Germain was his uh, buddy, and one got caught. Well, maybe he, if they, you know, if the alchemy is involved, if he's not just a straight up vampire, could have, you know, some of the power they might have shared that ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where would he? Where would he be? I mean, he, but at this, honestly, though, he'd probably be, if he was around nowadays, he'd be at such a high echelon of society, like, we wouldn't even know about him. Right. You well, know, like, like the, the, the circles would. Think about the time frames that he, at the highest of the French yeah. uh, kingdom. Yes. Because he was there. He was in France a while. Well, and that's the height of their yeah. thing, right before. Right before they fall apart. Basically. Okay. And then if he was with Nero. When reborn. Yeah, Nero didn't. That didn't turn out so well eventually. Well, but he was. that's like the height of everything again. Oh, Christ. Where is he now? Because. He's probably here. Massive vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, massive vibes. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's, He's probably in our government. Just hanging out. Is he? Yeah, I wonder. Because, like, the real power isn't kings and queens, though. It's corporate leaders. It makes you think about, because it makes you think about like the secret, like, you know, like Epstein shit. Yeah. So, like, what next level shit, like, is he involved in that hmm. we just, you know, like, it's something so high above what the normal person has to do. It's not with. even on our radar. It's not even on our radar. Like, when they write, when they write histories of this time period, they might talk about characters that we living through it never knew about. Mm-hmm. I thought about that. And maybe one of those people is Count St. Germain. Maybe. Yeah, I'm uh, Jacques. Yeah, I'm... Jack I'm, I'm Garmin. Jack, I'm Jack Germain. Yeah. I'm Jack German. Yep. Jack German? What? Major Phaser's my nickname. <laughs> Major Phaser! <laughs> pew pew! So it's a Z now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. God, yeah, what would he be involved in? <laughs> corporate parties, all these corporate things. He's, I mean, he's... He's got he's got military 
contractors or I was going to say maybe he's in weapons. charge. He's involved with a hedge fund. Maybe. Well, that's got to be guaranteed, though, even if he's with the industrial complex. Yeah. He's connected to that somehow. Weapons manufacturing. Yeah. I mean, if anybody starts making the news with a name that sounds close to that. I'm, I'm keep very, your eyes peeled. I'm very concerned. Yep. I would consider that a sign of the apocalypse more than anything. Mm-hmm. Weird. One time I talked about a coronavirus or the Don't pestilence. Do Don't do that. I won't. But now we're talking about St. Germain, who makes his appearance as societies are at their peak. And, well, that's that's discouraging. Yeah. <laughs> well. Ah. That's good, though. That is good. I like it's a good story. Uh, a lot of folklore. Well, not a lot of folklore. A lot of weird history type stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's like Forrest Gump almost. I would watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just imagining Forrest Gump as like a f- mortal vampire. I'd watch that movie. I would watch that movie. Yep. Yep. Does in the forest in Forrest Gump does he pass away? <sighs> I don't think he. I don't think I've seen Forrest Gump since I was like in fifth grade. Well, I just want the sequel where like Tom Hanks like busts out of a coffin and the movie just continues, like a Saint Germain, like he just doesn't die even when you think he does. Yeah, he just, I don't know. Then he just lives. I'd watch it though. Life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you think somebody might be uh, Count Saint Germain, mm-hmm. email us at Weird and Foul. Wow. Who? Who? What did I say? I don't even know. <laughs> Weird and podcast. Uh-huh. What a maniac. Hmm. Weird and feared podcast at gmail.com. We're on the Instagram. Follow us on there. Support us on the patreon.com slash weird and feared where we have uh, conversations continue behind the veil. Yeah. Um, and leave us a cool review. Yeah. Or any review. It's up to you. We'd like it if it was cool, but yeah. if it's you, not, that's fine too. You do you, right? Yeah. Be honest. Take care of business. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, man, if anybody jumps in the news who just makes any headlines, has a name similar to Count St. Germain. Yeah, I want to know way, about it. I would be... Um, Let me know. I would need to know. And again, um, very concerned. Mm-hmm. All right. But otherwise, guys, the holidays are here. It gets darker earlier. Watch, watch out, out for, for those vampires. Watch out for 5 o'clock vampires. Yeah. There's a movie. Not even... F- 5 o'clock vampire. How dark it's is like it? It's like 4.20. Is it? Sunsets. Holy crap. I mean... Has yeah. it always been that way? Yeah. Is that how the world has worked for the past 30-some years of my life? Yeah. Every year it feels earlier. I mean, it's still like dusk, but like the sun's down. Yeah. Because I'm like, is the next year going to be like 3.30? No. And it's going to be like 2.30? <laughs> is the world spinning faster? Is that what's happening? Maybe. Is that how it works out? You're <laughs> just throwing a lot of shit here. I, mean, I was throwing a lot of stuff out. Part of me hopes so. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> That's lunchtime. That's dark out. Oh, God. Daylight savings time. Daylight savings time. They got rid of daylight ass. savings time, <laughs> and now it's dark at noon. How does that work? I don't know. It's Yeah. They got rid of daylight savings. <laughs> you don't get any daylight now. That was the barrier. You, yeah, if you wanted any daylight, you had to continue. You had to save it. That was the sacrifice, and we didn't, go, we didn't save it. We let it fall. Yeah. Daylight fell. Oh, that'd be depressing. (laughs) (laughs) I was, St. Germain's like, I was there when daylight fell. Oh, my God. Now I roam the streets all day, every day. Feasting. Because day is night. Sipping my wine. Yeah. My specialty. I was like, get out of here. Specialty. (laughs) Special wine. Yeah, this special wine. Nobody ever saw me eat. Oh. That's good. I like that in there, that little 
a little nugget to mm-hmm. come back to. Like, ah, it's right in the open. Mm-hmm. I mean, it becomes more obvious as soon as he starts being immortal. Of course, you know, like a normal person, my brain's like, vampire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, vampire. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right, guys, watch out for those five o'clock vampires yeah. and stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Yeah.